President Trump has hired a high-powered New York lawyer as he faces multiple investigations related to his campaign and Russian interference in the election. Mark Kazowitz and his firm have represented Trump in various cases ranging from divorce to bankruptcy, allegations of sexual harassment and fraud for more than 15 years. Joining us is Bob Van Voris, Bloomberg News legal reporter. Bob, Trump has been relying mostly on White House counsel Don McGahn, who serves the office of the presidency, not Trump himself. What made Trump decide to hire a personal attorney? Well, presidents have done this in the past when they face potential individual liability. Uh, his uh, White House counsel has uh, obligations to, uh, he doesn't have the same obligation to keep, um, uh, you know, to, to the client. He has a uh, obligation to the the White House and the presidency, but uh, Trump uh, believed that he potentially faced some individual liability and uh, needed to have his own lawyer. Kazowitz doesn't specialize in criminal law and has less Washington experience than some other lawyers who were reportedly under consideration. So what does he bring to the table? He doesn't. Kazowitz is not on the short list of people that you would expect to be involved in a a Washington type of investigation. What he does bring to the table is uh, sort of a pit bull type uh, intensity. He is somebody who can be expected to be extremely loyal to Trump, uh, to be very combative in uh, battling his uh, adversaries. And uh, those are the uh, qualities that he's shown as a, as a New York litigator. And in the Bloomberg News article on this, um, Robert Bennett, who defended former President Bill Clinton from sexual harassment claims in a civil lawsuit brought by Paula Jones, said, Trump needs a lawyer with a lot of experience in dealing with what I like to call the Bermuda Triangle, the overlapping of Congress, the special counsel, and the media. Can anyone control Trump and this ever-expanding investigation? Well, it's, a, it's an excellent question. I mean, we've seen that uh, it is hard for Trump's um, aides, and, and uh, certainly it has been for his lawyers. It's hard to control what he says. He's going he's gonna to say what he wants to say, and uh, that can make things difficult for a lawyer sometimes. Because Bennett also said that they need to quiet the constant drumbeat of stories in the media while dealing with a special counsel investigation. And <laughs> wonder how that's going to happen when Trump returns home and is has Twitter access again. It's a good question. I mean, unless the lawyer is sitting at his elbow while he's uh, tweeting in the middle of the night, um, it, you know, it, it's it's hard to know. And, and uh, President Trump is going to have to take advice if he um, you know, wants the best result from this, I would think. How much will the special counsel, if you know, reach out to Trump's attorney? Will they be looking for documents? Um, it seems like Trump, there'll be a fight if, if they want him to testify. Uh, you would certainly expect him to go through um, the attorney for, for any of those sort of requests, and, and you would expect uh, Kazowitz to be uh, in, you know, in close contact with uh, Don McGahn and the White House and, and uh, the White House legal staff. And as far as some of the other investigate, can you tell us some of the other investigations that are going on in addition to the the special counsel investigation, which seems to be the most focused? 
Uh, well, that's certainly, the, I, I think, the central concern here. Um, there will be, uh, you know, sort of related concerns about, uh, uh, at least the issue has been raised, uh, whether the firing of the uh, uh, former FBI director uh, uh, constituted obstruction of justice. Um, so there's certainly related questions, uh, but the... Um, investigation of uh, the potential Russia contacts, I, I think, are, is going to be the meat of the, um, uh, the representation here. And I've, uh, I understand, he, I've read that he makes $1,500 an hour. Considering what other lawyers make, I mean, is that par for the course for your high, uh, you know, high fighting lawyer? That's kind of at the top end. That's uh, That shows somebody who is uh, has very wealthy uh, clients, uh, corporations, individuals, and uh, somebody who can be expected to deliver, um, you know, a good result for that money. And I imagine that part of this might be he knows Kazowitz for so long, similar to a lot of the other people that he's chosen. That's right. We've seen President Trump choose aides, uh, choose among people he has known for a long time, people he trusts. He seems to put a, a premium on the, the ability to trust people, and Kazowitz is somebody that he's got a got a history with. Well, this will be an interesting thing to watch, I must say. And thank you so much. That's Bob Van Voris. He's a Bloomberg News legal reporter, and you can read more about this story on the Bloomberg Terminal or by going to Bloomberg.com. Coming up on Bloomberg Law, we're going to be talking about Attorney General Jeff Sessions. He's against consent decrees, but do federal consent decrees help reduce police misconduct. There's a new study out that points in that direction, but there are a lot of holes in that study, and we're going to be talking more about consent decrees.